welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Yeah, man. I know one thing is for sure. I've had a lot of contact, and I'm a bit hazy. I know I'm out of beer. Oh, you are? Yeah. I see that. It was good. All right. We didn't rate it on the podcast. Ooh. We forgot that. We've been a bit out of practice. This is my first day back in the uh, <laughs> studio. It is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Mm. I have a couple more sips, so I'm going to... Okay. I enjoy that over there. Uh-huh. What's in the beer fridge? Nothing for you. Damn it. Actually, no. There is yes. one of these. One? Yes. Like, the one you're going to get two. Um, no, I wasn't even, you know, but I'll give you one. Okay. So, uh, Chasers. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Chasers? Hats off to you. <laughs> Hats off. Thanks Was for the recommendation. Because we were trying to go to the club one day, and he, he had to take his hat off. <laughs> he was like, we're not going here. I'm like, hold on. We're not going. We, we drove all the Ubered here. We paid the money. What do you mean we're not going to this? I didn't do my hair. Like, bro, like, throw your hat in the, like, throw your hat in the car. Like, we're, we're, we're going to this club. I didn't know that. You didn't, you didn't know that at all? Oh, this is a perfect story. So I, you didn't I know that at all? the chaser part, and then you're like, double under the bus door. Oh, Chasers, I'm sorry. Chasers. This episode is dedicated yeah, to you. It's dedicated to you, Chasers. Uh, we maybe eventually will do, <laughs> with you hopefully, Chasers, if you'll come on, please. I know you're a bit shy, but if you come on as a team. Oh, I like that. They're a good team. They are a very good team. Chaser, come on to the team. Oh, no, come on as a team. Come on as a team. Yes. Chaser on the podcast. Yes. Because this was your recommendation, and you will get one. You you'll get one of these. I will. Uh-huh. Can I get two during the podcast mm-hmm. time? Mm-hmm. Think, think, uh, Blue Moon meets Michelob Ultra. They met. Where they meet at a bar? Um, I don't think so. it's not that dirty. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they were and, introduced by like a text message, like a group text, like "Hey, meet." Yeah, they met in a professional. But okay. they were in the closet pretty quick. LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I don't know about LinkedIn. Oh, not that. I don't know. It's a little formal. Facebook. Maybe they just were in like a Better Business Bureau meeting <laughs> with everybody who was all in a row. Commerce. They just found themselves in a closet later. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's still beer, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Like, it's still beer. No mountains, but it's fine. No mountains. Uh, it could get pretty close to the mountains in your status. That's a, that's, a, that's a pretty good chaser. Did a good good job, chaser. Do we want to go four or five minutes on the intro, or are we gonna keep it short? Oh yeah, we're doing an intro. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, we were with Labada, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, essential oh, and or are Someone you relevant? On the whiteboard, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Okay, guys, have fun. It's a great episode. <laughs> we drink a lot of beer. Uh, it's about essential and relevant. Mm. 
Relevancy and essentialness. Go team community! Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Hey, Mr. Patterson. What's up? Clean hey, your screen off. Hey, it's, it's been a little bit. It's been a long bit. Yeah. Well, how you doing? Uh, good. I came out of the cave. Oh, you did. We took, what, all of March off? Yeah, pretty oh. much. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm thinking? I have no idea. I'm thinking we should have some contact haze. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All what right. do you think? Sounds good oh, to me. Oh, that sounds like a pretty good little beer right there. All right. So we've had this beer. We had it the other day. Uh, bike ride. Right before the little bike ride. Um, you were wearing your tights. No, I was, was wearing not. my shorts. Hey, actually, I was. But listen, over the tights for you, I put on a uh, I put on actual shorts and a t-shirt. You know. Well, I appreciate that. That way, you weren't uncomfortable with, with my manliness. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I think tights tights are dated. I definitely go for the slingshot. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he wears a slingshot. Yeah, I guess I guess we found out what our guest is wearing. Yeah, we know what the guest is wearing. Yeah, definitely a slingshot. Well, we know what he's drinking, and it sure ain't contact haze. Cheers to the community. Hey, Mr. Lobato. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, are you drinking your favorite beer of all time? Oh, yeah, the original. Right. That would be Mr. Ginling. Oh, yeah. Ouch. Oh, definitely, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. His favorite beer of all time would be the ones with the mountains? Well, I just wouldn't see why not. Uh, he lives in Florida. He got a lot of good beer there. Only time I see mountains on the beer bottle. Typically, it's like anytime you walk into a Walmart, Target, <laughs> I mean, pretty much anywhere that has beer, you're going to be guaranteed to have some mountains. Yeah, but unless they... are you, are you going to drink the mountains or are you going to drink the Yingling, the the, the the U.S.'s oldest brewery? I do respect the Florida when I'm in town, and I and I definitely drink you do, it. don't I you? I do, yeah, every time. Uh huh. So it happens. Cheers, Justin. Cheers. I don't Thank know what you. that means. Community. All right, Mr. Lobato, welcome back to, uh, you know, it's uh, not exactly the same as it was before, right? No, yeah, no. Yeah. Still yeah. That's, what, he, that's what she said. I was, I was waiting for some kind of joke. No, I'm just saying. It's, no, I did nothing. We're all the same. Oh. We are? Yeah. yeah. The world's a little different. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Be more right. specific. Yeah, my yeah. bad. My bad. The world is more different now. All right, so what... Mr. Lobato, we want to know uh, from you firsthand, all right? This is an exclusive, an exclusive with Justin Lobato. Oh. Uh, what has been your favorite show during the quarantine? Uh, my favorite show, um, it was on, I'm trying to think what it was on. It was on Prime, and it was... I thought uh, it was Netflix. It was, that was Netflix. Nope, nope, oh, nope, what? Nope, 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 nope. Mr. Lobato, not, keep not going. Netflix, what are you, 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 you doing here, Mr. Lobato? Let him answer the question. Let him answer the question, no. please. No, I'm trying to think of the darn movie because we watched, me and my wife watched the whole thing. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you misunderstood the question. Okay, so let me ask it again. All right, so Mr. Lobato, what has been your favorite show? Right, so a show is going to start with like one show and then a second. It has a series, right? So it's called a series. But it's a show, right? Your favorite show, since you know, there's a couple of us boys here in Oklahoma. We are just wondering what your favorite show of all time during quarantine was. Oh, he remembers now. Oh, he does. That's awesome. How convenient. 
Of course, Tiger King. Oh, oh yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, we'll never get Hey, I tell mean, us about I that show. I just love getting deep into that show, if you know what I mean. Uh, we See, don't. Please I just tell us. That, that show is the stupidest representation of Oklahoma ever. Like, I'm embarrassed. I thought they were dead on. I mean, I <laughs> well, <laughs> essentially, you haven't even According been even been to Oklahoma yet, so you. Hey, just... listen. I Google mapped it, and I even got Google <laughs> Images, and it looks exactly the same. You got you got to zoom out, man. You got to go like Tulsa, Oklahoma City. You know, stay away from Panhandle for sure. Uh, I'm highly offended by no, that. No, but there is there is a show on. Um, on Prime, that uh, this, I forget the name of the show. It's a football-based show with this kid in uh, in college and high school. American. And he's, uh, out of, he's out of. Yes. Yeah, I watched that too. Yeah, that's cool. From Crenshaw. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, a American man. American Dream or some crap. Yeah. Yeah, man. I will tell you that is probably the most realistic series in regards to like current times not with the virus but in regards to like you know current times before the virus yeah i've got to um, catch up on episodes too that's a good show it is that's a really good show and it definitely uh lots to relate to within that show for a lot of people i think all right so speaking of that v word what are you watching lately uh, <laughs> what the? <laughs> wow! <laughs> you just can't skip over us and make us answer the question. You know, what are you? Uh, what's on your browser lately, man? You good? <laughs> what? Right after I said, speaking of the V word, that's us. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't catch yeah, that. yeah, that's right. Oh, you didn't? Is that where you're going? That's well, yeah. Let's, you know, well, I, I didn't want to go there. But, you know, you know, watching, I mean, proceed you know, with your. I haven't been watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving right along. Uh, so, uh, what's what's been going on there with you guys? Uh, tell us about your business. Give us some people that, you know, want to know a little bit of what you started to do. And I think you you actually even got it fulfilled and open before you know the V word happened. So, what? Give us an update of what you had started with your business and how you had, had began to take over and start to to do every, more with that building. Yeah, so the building I've been in was a car audio window tip business. I've been uh, in the building with them for the past 10 years, and I had 2,500 square feet of the building. The whole building in its entirety is 7,300 square feet. So the gentleman that owned the business and the building and property, uh, he's been there since the mid-'80s. Well, he wanted to retire, so we we, uh, started coming up with a plan uh, for me to basically take over the, the property, and he dissolved, actually, uh, his business. I did retain some of the employees just for my business, and, of course, I retained the 30-plus-year-old phone number because he had window tint there for so long. So mm. for that reason, I expanded into the entirety of that 7,300 square feet and now do window tint, paint protection film, and a full storefront for detail and supplies. Um, we renovated the whole building, and I got that done the week before mobile tech at the end of January. So that was a, uh, a sprint to get that done literally from the first of the year. I mean, day one of new year's day, I had the guy out there, uh, doing the blacktop and then in the lines in the parking lot. And then after that, it just didn't stop until I felt satisfied. Um, but yeah, so we got that part, got past mobile tech and then 
geared up for my grand opening, which was a very big success. I had a ribbon cutting with the chamber, a bunch of PR on that on a Thursday, and then that following Saturday we had a huge uh, grand opening to the public with a small car show, raffles, music, food, barbecue. It was a good time, and that was literally the last weekend before uh, this whole situation got out of hand with the coronavirus so that's pretty that's nice three months, though, man that's how you that's how you grand open right there yeah that's just pretty bad especially with the chamber that's yeah funny. oh yeah that was uh we definitely carried out some serious pr on that a lot of local a lot of stuff picked up from that um it was it was good it was very successful and you know doing it the right way this time you know when i got into detailing back in 08 um and, and got a good foundation in 09 I didn't think about a grand opening. I didn't think about a ribbon cutting. It was just hustle. I just want to make this work. I just want to make this happen. That's all that mattered. So kind of hit the reset button and going in with experience and wanting to do it my way this time with the with the new name and the expansion and the new name going from showroom detailing to showroom auto salon. So it incorporates everything that we do as an enhancement and protection service. Um, I wanted to take advantage of that. And I think doing it that way was huge for the organic marketing uh, within the community and, and also getting, Wait, I was waiting to getting, uh, getting familiar with more of the community hey. members and business owners. <laughs> uh. um, but yeah, that was it. And then uh, we had a good month of March and uh, then we had to shut down last Thursday. Oh. Um, hey, we, so quick question. Yeah. So you're in two different industries though. So how's that? I mean, restaurant too? Oh yeah, that uh, we had to shut down uh, for dining, uh-huh. but we're killing it on takeout, okay, and good. we're also able. Yeah, that's takeout's awesome. still good. Awesome. Oh, cool. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's good. You I thought about that. When, yeah, when, yeah. I, when I thought about you, I was like, man, Justin's in How do I take out and... one of those pretzels, man? Oh, my How God. do we do that? <laughs> How do we take out one of those big-ass pretzels? You know that front oh. table we were sitting at, Marty, where that front entrance was? That's uh-huh. basically where they have a table blocked off right now for people to take orders. Mm-hmm. And then also you could get, like, beer growlers and uh, to-go containers cool. of yeah. beer nice. and alcohol. Nice. Cool. Yeah, they don't do that here. Yeah, they do. They do delivery. Alcohol delivery here. Yeah, and you could pick mm-hmm. up on this. Yeah, just like you said, they do it here, too. Wow. Hey, Justin. Hey, Oklahoma ain't as bad as you made it out, man. I'm telling you, man. I sorry, I listened to him, bro. I I apologize. I was I was I was listening to him. You live in the city too, so you know damn well that Oklahoma is not like Tiger King. Come on, man. I'm not gonna let you (laughs) I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let you paint this picture to Oklahoma. I haven't seen the show. You haven't seen the show, but imagine the imagine like I just see the memes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's all I mean. <laughs> that's all you need to the know. The memes are the best. You're yeah. verified, man. You're it's verified. Kinda, it's, you know what it's, it's all so, about. It's so stupid. It sucks you in. It's, it's stupid, and I still wouldn't. No, I didn't get sucked. My wife got mad because I wouldn't finish it with her. Like, legitimately, like, you don't want to spend time together? Not with this shit. <laughs> but you know what, though? It got so, it got so like, um, so looked at that they actually reopened the case. Oh, and my God. Yeah, it, Maybe it'll go in his benefit. It, I don't know. I don't know. 
I shouldn't. So anyway, That's all I've heard. I don't know. I just, I just know that he's But that sounds that, about right? right. Like half the shit that he tried to pull off, that sounds about like right, like right <laughs> up the alley of that type. Like that's that part of Oklahoma. Man. Oh, it just is what it man. is. Man. Like Marty's ancestors like, were Tiger Kings. Hey, <laughs> in in Norman, there's places you went, and then they, if you went further south, they just said, "Hey, you just don't really go south." <laughs> Just, like, As you know, if you notice on the map, there's a gray area of, uh, when you look at like the the IDA map. There's like no IDA members oh there. Well, there's not many of anybody there. Like, <laughs> not in that area. It's just, just is what it is, man. Uh, uh, but no, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at with everything. Uh, uh, you know, hit the ground running and got the brakes put on me by the government. All right, so that's that's really. That's a really interesting dynamic that, you know, there's a great question. You know, you were able to do the, the restaurant side, the takeout, the growlers. But let's let's talk about, you know, are we essential? Right. Well, that's a, that's a big question that detailers ask themselves. And, and in different states, it's proposed in different ways. Right. Um, there's detailers that are open, there's detailers that are closed, there's detailers that are closed but are actually still open, you know. Uh, everybody's making their own decisions based on what they feel is right for them and what they're learning from the community. Hey, thank hey. you. But Justin, so what what decision did you make? I mean, did you determine you were essential or not essential? I think one side of your business, which is cool, right? This is what's the mad respect part. We have a detailer that didn't stay in one direct line of work. Yep. He actually began to navigate as a business owner, created different avenues and different revenue streams. One of those gets to stays open. What happened to your other one? Yeah, so unfortunately in detailing, uh, you know, on, on a government level, we're looked at as pretty much non-essential. Uh, we are a luxury service. That it is what it is now. Can we spin it to make it sound like all these different creative ways of being essential? Absolutely, and to a degree, we are essentially. You know, there are things that we do that people need, but when it comes to the bigger picture, unfortunately, it, it's not deemed as an essential for the most part. Now, there are like for Florida, I know I can speak of. Uh, you know. When, Detailers or people in general get into business, there's really not a category for us when you register with the state. So a lot of times people by, de by default will register under automotive repair. And it's not a problem. You can do that and be a detailer. Um, and so some of these guys that really weren't, and I'm not discrediting them, but maybe educated on what category to pick to by default went in that category. Now, they're actually reaping the benefits of that by being able to stay open because if you're under any category that falls under auto repair, you're deemed essential. So whether you're doing auto repair or not, if you're recognized by the state, you get to stay open. So there's a kind of a loophole for that. Uh, but if you didn't register that way, then you really technically can't be open. But who who's going to go around and police every business? Now, I know some states are you know, giving warnings and giving fines and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, we've been behind in a lot of stuff here in Florida. So who knows when that's going to start happening, if it ever does. Yeah. So you're, okay, so you're, uh, your take on it all is that uh, we're a luxury service, which is not essential, though, right? 
So what about like mobile maintenance or car washes? Are they also luxury non? Uh, oh no, I mean or? so car washes are deemed. I mean I I'm still servicing. I was at my car washes. Well yeah, customers that's why I'm today. Asking, like, yeah. A car wash operation is deemed essential. Yes. Yeah. Can you allow? I mean, why is that? I I mean I don't know. It just it became different different class forms of what the government decided was essential and car washes if you wash cars you're deemed essential so every yeah. single car wash is open so i guess a detailer that did car washes because car wash is more maintenance on the maintenance side right you're keeping your car clean yeah so uh, it might be just a difference of who chose you know what in the industry to do they get to deem themselves essential i guess i don't know well, there's, you know, there's a lot of ways you can spin it, even like, for example, with window tent. Um, I, I talked to a lot of the local window tent companies that I've worked with over the years, and some business owners, and some are staying open because window tent it kind of isn't essential for a vehicle, especially with those that have sensitive skin or sensitive eyes. You could actually get a written letter from the DMV that allows you to get darker film than the state law requires because of lupus and other things that people may have and window tent will help them be able to drive around in this sunshine state and not have you know the severities of that that makes sense too yeah yeah, yeah. so there's different ways of spinning it but overall how it gets recognized unfortunately it doesn't huh yeah it i don't i mean it's 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 all it's, it's different across different states too right i think when you and i message back and forth or i mean we might have even talked i don't remember that point I think you said you reached out to some government officials or something, right? Yeah, I reached out to my city and my county, and they just basically put back the governor's orders to me, kind of just got being very vague. Like, they didn't want to answer it because they didn't want any liabilities of answering it a certain way that they're not officially allowed to, I guess. I was trying to ask them if I was essential and if I could get approved to be essential in any way. And I just kept, oh, just look, look at the government orders and read how it reads and figure it out from there is basically what I was told. So like you no, Nobody wants to you, give an answer. Yeah, you almost, that's what I was about to say. You almost got a non-answer then, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of weird. You know, yeah. I had one guy tell me, oh, you know, a lot of it has to do with maybe some of these people more so volunteering to close up since there's a gray area with a lot of who's essential and who's not. Since there's not like a, I mean, there's a list, but it's not a very descriptive list. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't know. It's here's the thing: we can't change it. We can only basically take what we have in front of us and and work with that, and and only change the things that are in you're in control of. And when you're not in control of things like that, you've got to do what's best for you and your family. So if somebody has to stay open because they absolutely have to pay bills, and that's a sacrifice they got to make with all this. And knowing what the outcome could be with the virus, that's them. You know, that's they see that they have to do. But everybody's a little different. So if you if you're able to close up and suck it up and follow the rules, do that too. Yeah, man. That's, There's no shade. No shade either way. No, that's great advice. That's great advice. So DJ, what do you think? I mean, you guys had to examine it for your company too. So we how did, did how so, did you guys determine if you were essential or not? Ours was more, so our business has always been more team focused, which is I've always used the word team members versus like employees. So we actually talked to all my team members and asked, okay, who's comfortable working through this and who's not? Because 
I can I can make sure that we can do I can do I can put all the protocols in place all the things in place to make sure that we can safely perform our, our service we'll have to increase prices we'll have to do all these different things but if you guys want to work that bad I'll work to make sure I can figure out how to make it happen no one wanted to do that so I said okay then you know I'm I'm cool with not working either so uh, we deemed ourselves just kind of closed temporarily as this thing you know spikes and then declines again so that was a more a team-based decision versus just what 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 I wanted to happen for the company. So I actually consulted my team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So both of Same. you, both of you, have basically have closed your business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how's it going? I mean. Uh, honestly, uh, the, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Initially, it was it was incredible. Like. Uh, I had no distractions, no phone calls. Like I was home, uh, just the the stress level. I didn't. I you, didn't you took a vacation. I took yeah, but I didn't realize how much stress and that I had throughout the weeks until I actually didn't have anything pre business pressing mm -hmm. at all any day. Yeah. I went ten days straight with not a single like phone call, like no email to send out, no meeting to have with the team, no anything, and it was just like wow. Why am I so happy all the time? Yeah, like, right. Like, so I'm like, do I want to go back to that? Like, so no, no. What I'm doing is I'm spending a lot of time. Like, how how do I stay completely disengaged? Like, I got I've got a plan now because I don't I want to feel this all the time. Uh -huh. So now I know how I want to go back and yeah. attack it again. And it's gonna, I'm gonna make more money, be a stronger company, and have much less stress knowing what I know now. This whole thing was incredible for me, but also sucks at the same time. Nice. All yeah. right. Mr. Lobato, what have you been up to? Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of what DJ said is, is honestly a lot of what I've done. I sat with my team prior. Uh, we all made the decision together. And then going into it, being home now, I mean, I haven't been home as long as DJ. Um, even though DJ's only been home for two days, but he keeps saying it's 10 days. I mean, that's what it must feel like. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but uh, I, you know, getting out last Thursday and having the weekend. I mean, it's it's definitely different. It's it's sad though. It's sad because I really enjoy going to my shop. I really enjoy going to work. I don't, it's not even work really. It's I just I enjoy what I do. I enjoy the atmosphere that and the lifestyle that it creates. Um, and it sucks to see it because it's, it's it hurts the heart to see a lot of these events and these things get spoiled now because of this. Um, you know, it's, I, I, I live to see the way that this industry blossoms and meet people and see people and that to be, to have that taken away, it sucks. But the flip side is yes, I get a lot of home time with family. Um, and that's beautiful. Um, but the only downside about that is you can't go nowhere. There's, there's only so many rooms in the I'm house. Stuck that with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's I, I, I've got a whole new respect for my wife now. It's weird. I'm like, just do your job. Like, and I'm like, now that I'm in the day to day, I'm like, oh man, Oof. I like my job. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, I. It would be interesting. I think it'd be very hard for me right now, especially to go oh, back. Yeah. <laughs> like. You. I, I live yeah. a, such a different, weird life. You're, you're, you're going to need, like, the, like, yeah. Well, but so I'm just, like, so I really wanted to know what you guys have been up to and how it's been, like, it's a it's a different play for you guys, right? But Oh, totally. For me, 
It's it's not a whole lot different. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, I've known you I, forever. Yeah, I get I, it. I go home. Yeah. I go to work. I go home. I go to work. Like I haven't really done a lot. I mean, what sucks for me is like Justin, like what you said, you can't go anywhere. Like I can't go get. No. A, I can't go. I can't go to B Dubs and get a beer. I can't. All your distractions. Yeah, are like all, you all do my is work. like yeah. You're working overtime now. <laughs> yeah, right? So <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm getting like four hours of yoga in because I'm editing videos at home. Several like, workouts a day. Yeah, like <laughs> it's been great for me. <laughs> but we could all be closed and be doomed and never be in business again in next month. So you, know, you never know. You know it's, it's, it's fucking wild. It's crazy. Right? Uh, Justin, I mean, like as being closed down and being relevant still in the uh, community thank you i think there's a lot of people that are still trying to be out in social and being a part of the detailing network but i mean what's the overall feel that you're getting how how are guys gonna make it are people gonna make it i mean the, i i joke about it's dip but you know, we we're taking serious looks at what does four months look like? You know, hmm. we what does the end of this month look like? And then we're starting next month. Like shit's gone really, really low. What's it looking like over there? What's the feel? I think um you know, those who put money away, those who know manage their money the right way and run lean are gonna find a way to survive. There's guys that just know how to survive and that's what they're going to go back to is those instincts of survival i mean we have a ladder that we built for the most part every every one of us have built different levels of that ladder in our business but we started down the first step there's no reason why we can't restart from there again because it's a hell of a lot better than starting from zero all the way so having to hit that reset button it's going to hurt but those who know how to do it and have the hustle behind it are going to make it happen but those who got into this industry on on quick quick youtube quick social media quick hype take it till you make it don't have money in the bank peter robin paul i hate to say it but they are the ones that are going to really uh sink or swim i mean that's we've we've said over the past couple of years trying to help people get ready for a recession so we didn't know it was going to come this soon right we so were, when we, i've talked we, to people we were just talking weeks ago we didn't this. know that the head was going to get cut off we you're just right, knew that right. there was something was coming come. we didn't know it'd be this like like this fucking severe like right hard and who fast. no one can ever plan for this cutoff hard and fast right but yeah. we've said that the recession is coming oh this is it and now it's not recession. It's it's <laughs> we're talking numbers, predictions. Yeah. Some predicting double of what the Great Depression was. Ugh. So yeah, this is uh, this that, is big bank, bank, little bank. Right true. That's yeah. It's it's that very devastating sense. for our industry. Like you said, if you were a luxury type service, oh one hundred and ten. Then you better push heavy for those people that stay with money because there's going to be just, well that percent's going to narrow. It's going to narrow, but if you if you're in that niche, like, and you can have that thread and stay in that money, like, you'll be okay for sure. And then where's like said, the, the other? Yeah, yeah the then where's the other? That's what that's what Justin said. said it, yeah, the other part yep. is the hustlers. Mm -hmm. So so there's going to be that still select few. 
that just have nailed down that money and then the rest is going to be who can hustle. And Justin, when did you say you started your business? Wait. Oh, wait. DJ? Yeah. 2009, 10. Right? Yeah. So we have been through a moment like this. And like you said, there's a lot of guys that, whether you say they learned off of YouTube, whether they, they learned off of the current environment that they wanted to start a business in, right? And in the economic or they times. Too much on the craft, not enough on the business. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Understood. But. In those moments of when they started their business, what did the industry teach them? How to run right? Money. Yeah. You just said learned off of YouTube, or you could learn off of certain people, right? But they learned skills. They learned how to do things. They didn't learn how the craft of running a business. So you, DJ, and some people that have been through and been able to establish themselves have learned how to do that. We don't know if we'll be able to make it even ourselves, but right. <laughs> but Justin, you've boxed, you've been through a lot. Like when you look in the mirror, what do you see in your gut that makes you keep driving forward? Oh fuck, your phone broke up. Damn it. Damn it. What did you <laughs> one more time with the same intensity? Damn it. <laughs> That's us, though, man. That's the fucking podcast. Of course You it go is. for that killer line and the phone breaks up. That's, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, where shit always goes wrong. Ask him it again. I can't. <laughs> Damn it. But go uh, ahead. Says, uh, this shit ain't going to stop me. If, if you have it in you, I mean, all the way deep, deep fucking down, this ain't going to stop you. Yeah. It, it, it's going to hurt you. It's going to suck. But hurt is motivation. It's fuel to the fire. And it, I'll be damned if, if this, this situation, it may knock us down, but I'll, I'll, I'll get back. Moving forward, it's just a matter of where we're at. You know, I just like DJ, you, Marty, you know, I, I never stopped hustling. It wasn't about the detail. And once I learned how to make people happy and make some money after that, it wasn't about that. It was about change. It was about entrepreneurship of how many ways of making money in the same industry so it all complements each other the hustle never stops this is just one obstacle that is way bigger than every other one that's just a challenge yeah. bring it yeah bring it nicely said yeah love it all right so uh talk to us about your talk to us about your yingling um and what is it that you have loved over the years about Yingling that it's just your always go-to? I mean, it doesn't have like these mountains that it's what DJ loves about his second favorite beer, yeah, right? Yeah, brother. Because Sam Adams 76 knocked it out. Get out of here. Uh, but what is it about Yingling that you love? It's just a solid beer in regards to taste with the, you know, the flavor the consistency of it not being too heavy, not being too light, not being too dark, um, not a whole lot of frothiness from some beers that just get you bloated. Um, it's just a solid beer I can always go back to and know that it's, it's the same quality taste every time. All right, so at your bar, do you go in and try all the different stuff, or when you go in, you normally just go for what, what you want? Um, you know, a lot of people are stuck on these IPAs 
Ubers right now. So at the bar, unfortunately, there's a lot of those. So I just, yeah, that's Marty. <laughs> yeah, he went from uh, that to yes. I try to figure out, you know, honestly, when I try to explore things, I look for porters and stouts, um, just because so, those are the ones that really <laughs> one they pack a punch because they can't. Seven, eight percent. So quarters of stuff. So you thirteen percent. So do you like to drink like a couple beers that like when you're drinking is it like one or two and you're good or are you like a like me like with the mountains you can drink like you know six, seven and you're still cool. Like with a porter, I always think it's like heavy. Like I can't consume a lot of those. Which is it what, is. Um, let's let's have a moment, Mr. Lobato of education. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Coors Light. Let's go over the light parts. Why did emphasize the light parts? <laughs> you're, you're, you're just shy of a white claw. <laughs> Listen, when I come to Florida, I will never give Yingling another dollar ever again, all right? I gave you props in the beginning, and this is how I'm treated. I'm highly offended. <laughs> I thought we were better than that. You know, past president, current president. I thought we had this unspoken, like, we're always on the same team. Nope, now you know. We were both, we yeah. both were initiated. Justin's the on same. the beer team. He's on the beer team. He's not on the, he's the president. He's, he's on the beer team. I'm always clocked in. He's clocked out right now. All right, I'll give you that. Okay, I'll take away. It's not that. It's the Bud Light Seltzer. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even give you White Claw. You went down one step above Bud Light Seltzer. That means you're below White Claw. All right. Which means you're two below Truly. This, uh, oh, man. <laughs> truly not true. Uh, That's truly true. No, with um, to your to your question, DJ. Um, yeah, no, Ginlings are like that. I could drink quite a few of them and still be good. Quarters of the stouts is when I go there. Usually they're like twelve percenters. Yeah. So man. one of them is equivalent to like two two and a half beers. So yeah, I usually want to. And Justin, I'm, Justin, man, Justin, don't let him joke with you. What? Before he turned thirty, oh my he goodness. also enjoyed the same thing. We could go back to many previous early episodes where he talked about how he liked high alcohol beer so that it didn't take him long to get tipsy. Once he turned that golden age of 30. Those podcasts were more flavorful, too. (laughs) He suddenly became a, oh, I only, you know, I I don't want to. I don't sound like that. I don't sound like that. Oh, all right. So, DJ, let's talk about this contact case. Hey, don't burp over I did. I totally burped. Burp that I burped. Way. But I held it in. I didn't, like, burp it all the okay, way out. Just make sure you don't burp this way. Okay, no burping that way. Just that way. I'll turn this way. Not towards my phone. Ah, how about that? No, that way. Wait, what? This way? Yeah, six oh, feet that's that your way. phone. Yes, do not oh. <laughs> All right, so uh, contact haze, I... Let's see. Why did I try it? I think, uh, oh, I went, okay. Uh, we were at Savastano's, and they had a, a random beer by Ellison. Um, Charlotte was in town. We did some training over at a dealership. She was showing them uh, her touch-up. And we went over to uh, Savastano's, and they had a beer. And I said, okay, I'll take it. And it was it was amazing, but it was you know, one thirty in the afternoon, so I couldn't go for a second. I would have. I, yeah, I did. I didn't. I was go gonna for say, like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good day. 
<laughs> yeah, we had that amazing pizza. Uh, yeah, it was incredible. If you could have stopped at Yeah, I, I, I went ahead and had a second. So, uh, for my birthday, <laughs> when I saw the display of beer options, I saw that this Ellison or whatever, I don't know, it's, it's, it's new point, to me, yeah. was there in the photo, as well as one called Space Dust. So they have, you know, they've got a bunch of different Space Dust you tried, this one you tried. So it's a brand new beer to me, and you're beer three in, and you're very enjoying it. I'm very, I'm very enjoying it. You are. <laughs> You have not said one negative word about it. I've been in the house for I don't know how long, Marty. Like uh-huh. I don't. This is <laughs> amazing. <laughs> like I said, you're enjoying it. I think I'm enjoying the whole experience as a whole <laughs> right now. Actually, Lobato, did we get defaulted? I think he just said we got defaulted. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. But I'm just, I'm just listening. What do you think? I mean, like, talk. I mean, no, it's a. I mean, it's a really. I'm trying to compare it to something it's so almost like f5 you had f5 yes it's almost it's like, a very popular oklahoma beer <laughs> yeah it's a very popular oklahoma beer it so is. you have f5 it's from oklahoma um it's kind of like that it's it's just nice and easy to drink not super not crazy a, hot it's a bit more citrusy than f5 though right don't you think yeah f5 is yeah it's yeah, yeah. but uh it's just easy to drink i mean i don't know it's freaking mm. It's a good beer, man. What Thanks. do you want me to say about it? No, I just what was like going on with it. Did you no. like it so much or what? I I don't taste the IPA <laughs> part, right? Oh, you don't? Yeah, it's there. Okay, so <laughs> I, but it's an easy. Okay, so if you were if Justin, who does not like IPAs, this would be a beer he could probably drink. Okay. Yes. 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 So that's what I was about to say. Like, so I you made the point when we were doing this before. Like, I have not liked IPAs, and I don't no, like. You don't. I can't drink just a. A regular IPA, but this citrus or what's called a hazy, or they call them so New so England like, so IPAs. So you like the Voodoo Ranger, the Voodoo hazy Ranger, IPA. hazy stuff, gotcha. stuff. So it's based on what hops they use. There's so is it the more citra hops? There's uh, so you like the easier ones to drink. So you're like almost getting into the IPA, true IPA. It's that. It's that. Yeah, it's you're, that. It's, uh, it's like, yeah, I get it. What would you define that as? Boulevard wheat. You're talking about getting, going into like a like a Bud Light to like okay I drink Boulevard wheat now. No, what do they call that? Like to, a, a stair like, stepper one yeah, or yeah. that mid range? I don't know. Labata, what do they call that? Like transitioning, like when you yeah. What's a transition? When you, no, when you transition from a female to a male. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. What they, what they call that, man? No, what? Transgender? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you call a, a, a type of beer? Uh, trans flavor? What are you going to call this? We're going to set a new term in the urban. We're going to hit the urban dictionary today. Hold on. What do you call this? Trans. A beer to a. A Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Anyone that ever said they went from like Bud Light to like a hazy IPA, we're going to call them Bruce Jenner. Every time. You were Bruce Jenner, Uh, man. (laughs) You're a smart guy, Justin. I like it. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, all right, so let's go into topic number two. <laughs> this is what happens when you have a guest on the podcast that you really know. 
<laughs> Thanks, uh, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> Just call me Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so whether whether let's 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 put into the conversation of whether we know what is going on uh, with the virus, what we think is happening with society, with economy, and we've each made our own decisions to choose which direction we want to go for our business, right? Um, we all tend to think that we hope that at some point, whether that's the end of April, but now we're hearing the end of May, we're not sure that date, but at some point we're hoping for a end date, right? Like it's done, you can go out now, right? Uh, the go out now part we hope is a light switch that uh, will kickstart back our business, right? And the light switch is on and cool, business is back to what it was four months ago. We, that's the I don't think it's going to be back like that, but it will definitely uh, start trickling back. I completely agree with you. I was just, I was just going. It I was just setting it up. All right, well. And so, what I'm, I'm going to ask you is, what are you doing right now to get to that point that makes you relevant for your customer enough to make that light switch flip on? And it's cool if you don't think the light switch is going to flip on. That's part of your answer. But what are you doing now to stay relevant to that customer so that when, if it's the end of April, end of the end of May, June 28th, we don't know, but that magic light switch that gets turned on and the government says it's okay to go out now, what are you doing to stay relevant to your customers so that at that point you get some money? Well, for about eight or nine years now, every customer that's walked in my door that I've done a service for, I've put them on the back end of a maintenance schedule that is a, my Outlook calendar. Fuck yeah. It's a dedicated calendar Fuck that has yeah. allowed me to basically keep a customer and just their basic information, their name, their phone number, their vehicle, what we did to it, and when it's due for maintenance. And what I do is I go through that calendar and I call people. I give it the, the, the traditional customer service of being able to reach out, touch, talk, ask how they're doing just to kind of get a, an evaluation of, but also offer a service of at the same time. That's what keeps me in the loop with my clients over the years. And that's what's been successful. So right now I'm continuing to do that. That still needs maintenance along with the two and a half weeks worth of uh, jobs that we had scheduled. They're now out exactly a month into May. So if we come back and the doors open, we get to hit the ground running with customers that had already given us deposits that are ready to get jobs, work done for the next two and a half weeks going back into it. On top of my follow-up calls for maintenance to fill the void, that's filler work, until we start getting the bigger jobs that roll through the front door again. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, so that's awesome. Cause, so you have a lot of maintenance clients too, right? All, I, all, they're all candidates. I don't let somebody leave without, you know, really really capitalizing on how important maintenance is from the time they get the service to the time that they you know pick up and pay for the service i stress to them how important maintenance is for the success of their investment so you always have and a follow-up from what I, so you're not so you don't see and i'm i'm 
I know the answer to this, but you're, so with you, every client is an, a future opportunity, right? You don't just greet the client, do the service, get the payment, and I'll hope you call me back, right? Correct. I, I tell them that we have our seasonal maintenance and our annual maintenance, and now with being a storefront, they get a, a loyalty program discount on products to maintain their vehicle in between. That's so awesome. whatever I can do to keep them coming back. Now, obviously, I also have an automated system like such as you're able that sends out emails yeah. that are all, you know, so that's cool, but that's all digital. You know, uh, and the, the, there's pros and cons of digital. Yes, you get to have that to work. It automatically goes out to the customer for a reminder. But some people read their emails. Some people don't. It's, it's hit or miss. It's good to have. You definitely want to use it. But I still think calling people directly, Mr. Jones, how you been? You know, that, that, that has a whole other Okay, so, so since, so that's all, so you have got an automated system when you're in business full-time, blah, blah, blah. Now we're in a different time in business now, so you've, the way you've uh, changed it and, and been more personable is you've reached out by phone call, right? But you, typically yeah, you wouldn't, something. typically you wouldn't do that prior to all this pandemic, right? Or you nope, would? No, I've been doing that for nine years now. So everything you've been doing, continuing to do is going to continue to stay relevant to the client, right? Correct. That's awesome. And the same thing with marketing and yeah, advertising. I yes, get it. You, you want to trim the fat off some of it, but you've got to keep the momentum going on that. Because just think about it. Anytime you go into a brand new marketing uh, schedule or, or project, it always takes about three to six months uh, on, the, on the low side uh, before you start to see a return. Uh, it could be longer, could be shorter, but on average, it's about three to six months you want to really put an investment into some kind of marketing or advertising. Well, if you take away from that something you've already been doing and you let all of that because you want to save a couple dollars just kind of go flat and, and flatline, when you get back into business and back up and running, it's going to take you another three to six months to possibly get that momentum going. Yeah. In an so economy that is beyond nobody's predictions of being the worst of all time right exactly like like the only reason i'm smiling is i'm like i'm i'm diverse like thank god i'm diverse like mm -hmm. as a company like yeah like <laughs> i have a chance a fighting chance if someone you know a fighting a chance. fighting but none there, of us know there's no given it's there's a, no given. i have to fight in yeah. order to i'm we're already at the point in our economy we have to fight to stay or continue or mm -hmm. start back up Yep. Any three phase. Yep. We have to, but you've got to fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the, so what uh, are some things you're yeah. doing to stay relevant? Yeah, I'm like, I'm, auto, I'm all automated, man. Like everything we have is automated, but there's certain clients you reach out to because, okay, so I'm sure you know, Justin or mobile guys listening, there's like circles of clientele. Mm -hmm. You got one big player you mm -hmm. always take care of no matter what the hell, like you bend over for this guy with no lube sometimes because. Trust me, I still do. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, and you're probably telling the truth. Mm -hmm. There's certain customers you just and you have those customers who they're the pockets in your in your, in your in your business, right? And if you take care of them, they're gonna keep spreading out mm -hmm. the goodness for you. Mm -hmm. So you take so I reach out to the ones that are like that, like on a personal level. Like here's what I'm doing, blah blah blah. They, they know when my kids are born. They see pictures of my newborn. Like you just keep them in your like. You're just emotional, like you're like almost like family, but not. You know what I mean? You're their detailer, but it's really personal, personable. The other ones are all automated. It's they get automated emails. Here's what we're doing now as a company. You know, here's some personal stories of you know our team members as they're off work right. You know, just keeping it 
you know. Okay, well, no, talk to me about that. Yeah, so we want... You actually put some profile stuff together of team members being off work? So one thing we want... So if there's a company locally, no. In emails, yes. And there's a company that here locally that does that. They're uh, a salon. I think I talked about it on the podcast before. Maybe, I don't know. But they um, they put out pictures of like their different stylists and so forth that are oh, doing but things. but you haven't. No, not on social media because it's hard to get my team to send me some pictures. <laughs> no, I get it, but that's what I thought you said. I'm I was like, fuck it. yeah, that's badass. I'm giving advice to those that that's a cool-ass thing. You oh, can that do. is a cool-ass thing. Right. Yes, but, that's fucking badass. But via like, email with my membership clients, it's more personal. Like, here's what we're okay, doing. Okay, here's okay. what, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was fuck not yeah, DJ. Yeah. No, that's no, badass. I'm not at that level. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, <laughs> nah. fuck yeah. But yeah. Cool. Uh, relevancy to me, I think, is important because, you, I, like I said, we don't know when it's going to end. And then some of us think that there's a magic light switch. Many of us that are practical, that have been nah, through really recessions, believe, we know what? That's really hard to believe. It's yeah. It's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we've been Here's through recessions, so, so like it's it, 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 there's not the, a slight switch. No, the only advantage that me personally I have is that I was built one in a recession, so my business model is built around from a recession. Being practical. Yeah. So I'm, you know, it's going to be a little bit easier. No. Yeah. Well, it's a not little, easy. It's a fighting chance. It's a fighting chance. But it's going to be fighting an chance. easier fighting yeah. chance. And good thing we got some contact days to go along with it. I am down for this. Yeah. Is it mm -hmm. All right, so, Mr. Lobato, it, it is time. Uh, we need to tab out. And uh, I believe, hopefully, you have a tab out question to ask. Drum roll. It's a drum roll. That I have a tap out question. Oh, shit. There it is. That I have one. Yeah. You got the tap out question. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. So, question. When this is all over with, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, are you going to sink or are you going to swim? All right. What do that now or later? Well, you, you need to answer. No, that. I'm talking about during all of this and after it's all over with this virus. Look yourself in the mirror every day, and ask yourself: Are you going to sink? Are you going to swim? Ooh, I love that. Uh, I actually do that every day. I do not every day. No. Uh, ADD doesn't allow me to. There's many times I look in the mirror and I. I judge things, or I look at other stuff. Or... I'm the glue if I were you looking in there, too. Yeah, it happens. You know, you just start looking at shit, and you're like, fuck, where did that go? Or why is that droopy there? Where did that you know? go? Like, it happens, What, man. the sparkle I mean, in your eye? Yeah, you know. Or it's just, I do my best. I do my best. Uh, I don't do it every day, but I, I especially lately, Justin, I mean, I think you're right. Like, as as you guys have said, I mean, the more time you have to be by yourself, there'll be decisions that each of us make as owners that we do have to then get out of bed the next morning and look ourselves in the mirror and go, well. Mm -hmm. How am I going to handle this? How, yeah. 
what are you gonna do, <laughs> motherfucker? Like, yeah, what are you're you gonna faced do? with this. Time you know, you're faced with get this. out of your own way. And, you know, there's some days, Justin, that I look in the silver mirror and I go, I need to catch a breath because I'm gonna sink. Like, I, I know there's times looking forward that I, I'm gonna have my read and I'm gonna be in the in the the water's gonna overflow me and I'm just gonna have a read trying to breathe. I'm gonna sink. That's good like, community, man. That's yeah, good. No, like, there's no, and it's funny because. Yeah, I fell. We fell all the time. Yeah. And there's you. You. I'm taking your words. I'm gonna preach your sermon. But like, you. There's some days you like you do fail. I'm gonna fail. You, no, but there's certain days you know you failed, mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, all right, all right. What am I gonna do? But it's what you learn from it and how you come back from it. Thank that you. Will yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So it's okay to look at yourself in the mirror and go, fuck. It's okay. Yeah. Like. As long as I got my read, right? As long as I can just grab a breath of air for a moment mm-hmm. and hold my breath and believe that I'll be okay, then that's there's some days that I wake up and that's the way that's, that's just the way I am. I'm going to take a breath and just hold it as long as I can, and then there's other days that I'm going to swim a little bit. <laughs> you know? Right? There's times that I've walked in here and DJ's like, dude, what's up? And I'm like, like I don't know, man. Uh, I'm just, I'm good. I'm like, I just must feel be really fucking good nice, man. I'm having a shitty day. <laughs> you know, and then there's days that I walk in and yeah. I'm a complete disaster just yep. trying to make it through the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, that's me. Real. That's real. Yeah, that's, that's me. In, that's anyone. Though. Yeah. But that's a good question. That's an incredible mirror. question. That's really good question. Thanks, man. Hey, so where do people find you on social? Uh, for Facebook, it would be JL Showroom Auto Salon for the business. Lobato, my personal. Uh, Instagram would be JL underscore, or no, I'm sorry. Showroom underscore auto underscore salon. Hell yeah. For showroom auto salon. All right, and like if there's some detailers that are listening that want to reach out, what's the best where should they hit you up? Open to giving out my phone number. Find my phone on most of my social media stuff anyways. So if you want to call me, text me, message me, whatever you feel comfortable with. Cool, man. Justin, man, we wish you uh, continual just blessings, amazing, whatever, yeah. good thoughts, whatever. I mean, we, we, man, you know, we love you. We hope the best for your business we love what you've done and uh man we wish you all the best for sure bro thank you sir yep uh, same goes for you guys too you guys keep doing it and uh you know with these pints and polishing podcasts they're definitely an outlet for somebody to kind of to, to refocus on their goals and still have some inspiration in the industry that's what you guys are giving is inspiration Thanks, man. Thank you. You know we'll be in touch, so I'll probably talk to you Absolutely. pretty soon. In like a day, in like a day or two. <laughs> <laughs> talk to you tomorrow, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good night. All right, you too. See, See ya. Bye. <laughs>